This episode of Horror Movie Talk is brought to you by Meta Horror. You know how you like being scared of things happening in the movie? How about being scared of things that happen in the movie that knows it's a movie? What about being scared of things that happen in a movie because it's like real life and knows it's a movie and regular things happen in it, but maybe it's real? What about being scared of regular things happening that might mean you're in part of a horror movie that knows it's a horror movie? Meta horror. What the fuck is even happening anymore? Welcome to Horror Movie Talk. Hey, Bryce. Hey, David. Did you know that the man who created that song that you just heard is in this room right now? Yes, we've been sitting in the same room for several minutes. I thought it was... I thought you were going to maybe, like, play off me and then it'd be funny or something. Oh. So, yes, and... He's been sitting in here for <laughs> many minutes. Welcome. Please welcome to our live guest, second appearance, Mr. Fart Simpson himself. Hey. Is that the kind of intro you want? Yeah. We, hey. we go high energy at first and then rapidly devolve into right. depression and, mm-hmm. and, uh, and you know. Okay. <laughs> uh, Fart is, you can check him out over at his Instagram. I believe it's Fart. Uh, Fart Simpson prank calls? Sure, yeah. How is it? It's Fart Simpson prank calls. But is it an underscore first? You got some underscores in there. Okay. Um, so check him out over there on Instagram. And do you have any any place else people should check no, you out at? I'm done with social media. I know it sounds You heard it here first, lame. folks. He's, BuzzFeed's going to jump on that one and be like, Fart Simpson proclaims on Horror Movie Talk that he is done with social media. Okay. Uh, I am your host today. My name is David Day. Uh, Bryce sits right here. Hi. We've already talked. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got a great show for you guys today. We are going to be reviewing Resolution from 2012. This is... 13. Tw- well, yeah. Tw- yeah, yeah, yeah. It does. This is Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead's first uh, real big uh, theatrical effort in the, uh, in the horror genre. And, uh, and so I wanted to, I wanted to get in there and see what this one was all about because I really, really enjoyed The Endless, um, from I think 2017. Anywho, uh, you guys should check out our website, horrormovietalk.com. From there, you can, you can find a link to our, um, GoFundMe to charity, The Trevor Project. Which is going to be, we're trying to come up with $2,000, uh, for trans and LGBTQIA plus youth to, uh, donate to the Trevor Project and try and do some good in the world instead of just always laughing 
about everything, seeming all all cynical and stuff. So mm-hmm. we're going to try and do some good, and you can help us out. I got to say, you know, if if there's a good way to get people to get out there and start donating <laughs> to this, you know, we've had a few donations, and I think we're up to 650 or so mm-hmm. dollars, something like that. Wow. Yeah, it's pretty great. Um, but if you're, you know, usually the women show up and really are the ones who, you know, support the show and uh, and help out a lot. But this time, there's only been one girl donate. Yeah, but that. she's donated more than anyone else. Yes, but <laughs> still. Yeah, good. I'm just saying, if there's, a, if there's a war to be fought, when there obviously is, a, it's called the Battle of the Sexes for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so check out that on our website, HorrorMovieTalk.com. You can find that link to Trevor Project just a little bit. Uh, down the page. Um, we post new episodes every single Wednesday, so make sure to subscribe to us. Leave us a nice rating. If you'd like to get us a hold, uh, get a hold of the show, call us at 682-253-4468. The show goes a little something like this. We start out by giving a brief review and our score for the movie, scoring a scale of 1 to 10. And after we give our score, we'll get into spoilers and take a deeper dive into what we liked and hated about Resolution from 2013. Later in this episode, I'm really excited, because so we're going to be playing two games. Uh, the first of which is Who Would Win? Um, a game where we pit, uh, you know, horror movie uh, baddies against each other, and, and sometimes goodies against each other, and see who would win. And then, a very, very special iteration of fan favorite, horror or porno. But uh, this one, because we have fart on the show... This uh, horror or porno is going to be fart themed uh, oh, wow. version of horror or porno. Yes, thank you. Um, so we watched Resolution uh, right now. It is streaming on Tubby, uh, and we were treated to something so meta that Facebook Facebook might have a case against them. So, without any further ado, let's get into the trailer. It's Michael, your best friend. Can I come up? Yeah, man. Okay, I'm coming up, all right? Don't shoot. What I'm asking is that you get clean for one week. No. Well, all right. Really? Mike, what are you doing? Look, I know this is a dark moment, but it does get better. This is the worst of it, okay? Where did this come from? Found this library book on our doorstep. What was that? Mike, it's an old house. It's going to make noise sometimes. The people come here to look for aliens. Ghosts and gods and gateways to hell. What was that? Looking into other dimensions. Dude, you keep coming here with these recordings and these stupid stories about how you found them, and you're acting weird. I think someone might be messing with us. Maybe you have split personalities, and you're leaving each other gifts for you to find. Did you see that? See that? See what? What? That. That. That's satellites. They watch everything. What's going on, Mike? 
is something. It is none of these things. <laughs> we need to leave before they get here. What would convince you that I'm not crazy? Oops, oops. So sorry. Didn't mean to keep that part in. What was I thinking? My- Literally. Uh, uh, what was that? Say what, I, 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 literally. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I, I'm just in mess. I'm a mess over here. I don't know what's going on. Um, my synopsis for resolution is uh, Mike, played by Peter Silella, uh, heads out into the country to force his friend Chris, played by Vinnie Curran. Chris to quit his stimulant abuse after receiving a video of him deep in the depths of psychosis. Upon arriving at Chris's domicile, Mike starts noticing lots of weird doings transpiring. After chaining Chris to the wall, the two close friends hunker down and start reliving their their relationship to everyone's chagrin. As Mike begins to delve deeper into Chris's world and the rural area around the house, he keeps noticing strange occurrences that indicate that they are being watched. What is watching Mike and Chris, and how will this movie end? Uh, my review for this movie is, a couple months ago, I watched The Endless, a, another uh, effort by uh, Justin Benson and Aaron Moorhead, um, and I really, really loved it. It blew me away. Uh, I heard that Resolution was the first movie that they made, and it was uh, very, well, it was tied into uh, The Endless. Uh, and so, uh, having watched The Endless before Resolution, uh, that kind of made the experience of Resolution a lot more enjoyable and interesting for me, I think. Hey, ghost. As a standalone film, Resolution is fairly interesting and compelling. It's essentially a drama with a lot of sinister mystery thrown in for good measure. Uh, Being a fairly paranoid person, a lot of the feelings conveyed in this movie are definitely familiar to me. Um, Most of what Resolution explores is the complexities of addiction and what it means to find meaning in life. Uh, Sometimes meaning is what we make of it, and sometimes... The world provides us with the bump we need to uh, to wish we had done more with what we had. Yeah, take take that. Alone, it's not a groundbreaking movie, but it does do a lot in terms of meta winking and suggestions. While not as in your face with the meta as Scream, the narrative in this is so meta that it's a little daunting to fully appreciate. Uh, it's a perfect movie to follow up The Endless, uh, which is awkward because The Endless came out like five years after this. Um and like I said, The Endless is really one of my favorite horror movies in years. You really think so? Yeah, I do. How dare you? Um, my score for this is a seven. I could be after it's been a couple days since I watched it, and I think I've cooled off a little bit on it. I could I could move down to a to a, a high six, but yeah, I'm sticking at a seven. What did you think, Bryce? Um, yeah, high six. I think like the. <clears throat> The setup with the with the friend and the addiction is really compelling, and then everything else just feels kind of half baked a little bit. Yeah, like it takes a it takes a while for him to get into you know the interesting parts with the 
you know, the actual horror movie part. Yeah, the horror just kind of, it kind of skates near horror. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it's it's worth seeing, definitely. Um, it's not going to be one of my favorites, but it's a really interesting film. And from the perspective of, I'm assuming this is like a more independent, independently funded thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's really it's a really good low budget movie. Yeah. What were your feelings on this one, Fart? <sighs> Not gonna hurt my feelings, man. You're looking at me all disappointed. So you chose this movie because you liked uh another movie he made. Yeah, yeah. Aaron uh Aaron Moorhead and Justin Benson mm-hmm. d- directed this and I think just Benson wrote it. Yeah, so Okay. Are we doing number scale? Okay, so... Well, yeah, or you can... Oh, you're going a, you're going with a three. I'm going with a three on this one. Okay. I, I, I was going to say, we're on a podcast. You, can't, you have to I actually know. say it. No, I know. <laughs> Yield up a card with a three on it. Yep. Um, so, okay. Yes, it was low budget. It was 20 grand to make the movie. Yeah. So yeah. I give him that. I'm a big fan of low budget. Uh, have you ever seen The Battery? No. Okay, you guys are going to have to see that. It was made for $6,000 and fucking blows you away. Now, I think my biggest issue first off with Justin and Aaron is that they're taking on too much as filmmakers when they Mm -hmm. made that movie. The fact that it was them running the camera, directing, producing all this shit. I felt it in the movie. I felt it lacked um, direction. It lacked some type of set cohesive when you got two dudes running around trying to make a film like that. I felt that through the movie as it was, you know, made, but I'll give him a lot of credit for taking such an ambitious goal to make this movie with just those two dudes. And I did more research into them and they seem to be like a duo. Yeah. A filmmaking duo. They do some horror and stuff. So I, I checked out, um, what was the other one? The endless, uh, the trailer. You really liked it. Oh man. Okay. Yeah, I mean, so I'll, I'll hold it off just for this film. I, I was going to berate them too, but I'll hold off until I see that because this film, yeah, it just kind of fell flat for me. Yeah, what about um, it? What about it fell flat for you? Well, I guess without giving spoilers away, just going into like the bare basics of characters and all that shit, the, the friend drug addict was just not believable at all to me. Yeah, it like, was written kind of, kind of goofy, kind of schlocky. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oops, shit, sorry. Was, so, I'm going to move my foot over here. So Kind of Dale and Tucker riding on him. Yeah, it seemed like him being a drug addict was secondary to them with the whole preparation of the movie. So, they're just like, yeah, you do meth. Just go with that. And, and I kind of, I don't know. So, I just like to get sucked into a movie and kind of believe what the fuck's going on. And with this movie, there's so many layers to it. And like you said, there's so much meta going on that you might not be catching in the first view. That I, uh, then I, I almost took my words back and I was like, this is fucking ridiculous. Then I was like, oh, I think they're doing this on purpose. This is, there's something else they're trying to, um, get to the viewers in this. So I know it's a long explanation, but, um, we'll just start there. Okay. The characters I wasn't too impressed with, the drug addiction story, all that shit. It had potential. Yeah. It just, I just kept finding myself falling out of the story just because of, um, I don't know. It just was a mess. Yeah, it just didn't just didn't hold you. Yeah, I don't even know if it's the dialogue. It might have just been the cinematography. And again, that just goes back to they bit off more than they could chew. Yeah, and I think they made the choice of making it look cheap too. I mean, they didn't 
use digital. I mean, it looked like they were sh- shooting on like eight millimeter or something. Yeah, yeah, it was one. It definitely <coughs> felt like it was <clears throat> like they probably could have gotten a little more uh, goodwill from the audience if it had been a found footage thing, because that mm. would excuse a lot of that. A lot of that. Uh, the camera work was. Like a step or two away from found footage, anyway. It's so. dog shit. <laughs> I mean, I, I look at this and in, in the context of okay, if you compare this to every low budget movie that takes place in a forest, it stands head and shoulders above all of them. Like it's pretty impressive that I mean, putting stuff in a forest or one location for a low budget movie is like so standard it's like what all the shittiest horror movies do like all the independent horror movies and it was good enough to make me forget that that's what they were doing Mm -hmm. because in context it made sense you know that they're he was squatting in some shack in the middle of the woods um i mean i i like the i like the friendship i like the the uh drug addict guy I guess if I was to think about it a little bit, like a major meth addict that was basically wanting to commit suicide off of it would probably be a little more depressing and not as quippy as as this guy. Uh-huh. Um, but in the context of the film and like making it, you know, not super depressing, <laughs> um, it would work for me. Yeah, I mean, if you were to compare this to another movie that we saw this year that is a single location and had a massive budget, you'd be looking at Studio 666. And this Mm. stands head and shoulders over that Mm -hmm. piece of shit uh, that just skated by because of the Foo Fighters. Right. And uh, good Lord. Did you end up seeing that one, Fart? I did. Yeah, I I also didn't like it. Uh, Not good. I said, I think I even said that to you guys. They should have got the same film crew that made uh, Pick a Destiny. Uh And they should have done Studio 666. That would have been way, way, way better. Yeah, it felt like, to me, I was like, did they shoot this at the exact same place as the original Ghoulies movie? Felt like Mm. the same location to me. Yeah, I mean, that's the problem with the... (laughs) Shooting it like a semi-comedy horror as a band, it just makes people want Tenacious D movie. You know, another Tenacious D movie more than anything. I wouldn't call that a problem. I'd call that the solution. Well, not when you're not Tenacious D, though. Oh, true. So, there you go. There you have it. We got a seven, a six, and a three. <laughs> Sorry, guys. No, hey, hey, we all have opinions. That's the, This is the thing. Everybody wants to argue about, you know, we give their, their favorite movie a bad score. Hey, man, if you had liked it, good on you. I'm so happy you can enjoy Studio 666, even though it is, I mean, just, just obviously a giant piece of shit. Um, yeah. Uh, with that, if you are, let's get into commercials. And if you're listening to them, you should know you don't have to. All you got to do is put your money where your mouth is. Stop being a little bitch and head over to patreon.com slash horror movie talk. And you can support us over there. Otherwise, we got to monetize this free podcast somehow. Wow. Yeah. And we're going to be doing it with lots of motherfucking commercials, bro. But you can skip those over at our Patreon and get access to a whole bunch of other good shit, too. We got... I will suck your dick. 
I will suck your fucking dick. I will do it. Just join my team. Yeah, we will suck you. We will suck your fucking dick. Just join our Patreon. Uh, Yeah, hundreds, thousands of hours of extra content over there. And, uh, Fart, you're a a Patreon member. Of course. Is it okay? I'm enjoying it. I'm loving it. Loving the afterpod. Yeah, that gets me through uh, my boring times when I'm kind of ran through your episodes and I need a little bit more. And this is going to sound ridiculous, but you guys calm me down. Mm. Your voices have entered that part of my brain now where, like I mentioned, you guys aren't annoying. You're now calming me. And it's this nice, warm bath of Bryce's voice and I guess David's voice, but it's more Bryce's Chompa voice. Chompa Chompa. <laughs> exactly. Oh. So I, I really enjoy the afterpods. It's it's nice, relaxing listening for me. I'll try better to make calming sounds for you. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could maybe I could mimic the uh the seashore. Mm. You incapable ass. Mm. <laughs> Literally <laughs> <laughs> yes! You can also support the show by heading over to our shop, horrormovietalk.com slash shop. Buy shirts, buy stickers, buy coasters, uh, all that crazy crap. I got to send out a shipment this week to a couple of people who were nice and bought some stuff. Also, I should mention, we added the shop on, we integrated it with Facebook. So now, if you don't want to go to our website, you can find our shop on our Facebook page or our Facebook group. What? And then it'll send you to our website because you can't buy it on Facebook. Yeah, follow us on the <laughs> social meds. Um, and finally, you can check out our resident artist, Dustin Goble. He is a professional artist who, unlike most artists, he fucks. And he fucks real hard. He also takes nice tits, bitch. commissions for artwork from HMT fans. So uh, head on over there to Instagram and contact him at dgobel 0 That's at D-G-O-E-B-E. El zero zero on Instagram and make your artistic dreams come true. Almost, Good. almost said something else. Um, and tell them we sent you. Finally, if you want to get a hold of us, uh, tell us that we need to have less commercials, and then we will just laugh in your face. Uh, call us at six eight two two five three four four six eight. Thanks again for listening, and let's get into a spoilers. Spoilers. So at this point, um, we're going to spoil the movie, so don't be surprised. Um, this movie opens uh, with, let's see here, um, is it Mike? I, I think it's... Yeah, it's Mike. It's not Chris. It's Mike watching a video of his friend. It's not fucking HD, Mike. Chris. And what he's watching in this video is a man deep in psychosis (laughs) who's firing guns into the air. Just... It stinks. Steven! It stinks. And... It stinks. And he... Is that... that, Who is that? Is that... Oh, that's... That's the critic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was Um, trying to replicate the... The cameo on The Simpsons. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yes, we know it stinks. Uh, oh, no? no? Okay. I don't get it. Um, so he gets this video apparently sent to him from his friend, uh, Chris, and and he becomes obviously worried. He's he's with his girlfriend or his wife, or I guess it's his wife, and he's like, you know, I got I to gotta go do something to help my buddy because he's... I mean, he's just going off the deep end. Um, and so he, he tells her, you know, I'm going to head out there and 
and see if I can't convince him to uh, to go to to go to rehab because he's he's on meth or crack or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's impossible. And the so he gets out there to to the absolute boonies, and this is definitely somewhere near the Mojave. I would think is the filming location for this is like in the in the desert near L.A. Um, and uh, and he's met with gunshots. Mm-hmm. And one of my favorite lines in this movie is Chris is is firing just out wildly. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Mike's like, hey, uh, Kay, it's me, your friend, Mike. Chris is like, okay, come on up. Just don't scare the birds. <laughs> You're fucking acting weird. <laughs> and uh, and <laughs> he keeps firing. And he's like, please do not shoot me. Have, <sighs> have either one of you guys run into anybody with a gun? Where yeah. you had to? Yeah? Yeah, yeah. I, well, I, I attempted to make a documentary where I, Population One, where I drove around America to these really remote places. Um, and yeah, we were greeted by pulling into somebody's property with gunshots they're mm. firing at us basically. they were firing at well you? you know up in the air towards us just so we knew yeah. to get the fuck out and we immediately got the fuck out but uh you know we should have known better it's hard to contact people when it's the only person living in that yeah. zip code so yeah we had to just roll into their area and just hey you want to do an interview and yeah we got greeted with a gun that person's like do you do you, do you know who i am i own this zip code <laughs> yeah they do it's yeah. just me Absolutely. i think i told you about yeah my rural oregon like they stopping twice and <clears throat> on the side of the road just so like my daughter could either throw up or throw up. And someone comes out with a shotgun and they're like, It's private property, get the fuck out. I'm like, Jesus Christ, you got like a seven year old throwing up. It's like you don't you wait own a the second? road. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah, I, I back when I used to work for the Forest Service, I walked up on people with guns many times and one time uh, I came around this corner. Me and my coworker walked around this corner. It was the middle of fall. It was very quiet. We were far, far away from anything. And this monstrous mountain of a man came around the corner. And he had two guns. He had a shotgun and a rifle. Okay. And he looked... One in each hand? Right at us. No, they were slung over his shoulder. Hmm. He looked right at us and he goes, What are you doing out here? And we're like, we work out here. We, we're, what are you, he's like, it's bear season. And then he kind of like. And he ripped his shirt open and it was like really hairy. <laughs> <laughs> and they started unzipping. You're like, oh shit, no. Then you know what happened. You know what happened. <laughs> and you start running away and all you hear behind you is. <laughs> wow, that's a really good. Wow. You've been watching The Revenant a lot. Huh? <laughs> Damn. It's very. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, so, so as Chris or as um, as Mike approaches Chris, um, basically we we kind of learn how their how their friendship is, which is they're old friends, and uh, and now uh, Chris is you know succumb to uh, stimulant abuse. A Man, lot you have no faith in me. He's, he's yeah. No, he has no faith in him. He's got. He's got a, a nice little meth pipe, crack pipe, and he's just huffing on that thing constantly. And uh, 
And you know what? Actually, now that I think of it, uh, Fart, you live in downtown Portland. Maybe this is just too close to home for you. (laughs) Maybe this just hit a vein, you know? Well, I was going to not really nitpick the drug performance, but as somebody who's been around plenty of meth heads and friends Mm -hmm. that have watched them go from sober to meth heads, he portrayed a terrible meth head. Why? It was so not believable. Oh, I even wrote notes. Why? First off, just from somebody also who I've done meth in my time, um, you don't do the drug typically in front of people. So the fact that he picked up the pipe and started honking on that pipe in front of his buddy, typically meth heads would not do that. That is hmm. not, it's a very private thing. You don't just honk a pipe in front of friends and just think it's like a joint or something. Mm-hmm. So that was already, and I, I put on here that he should have just saved that 20 grand and took two grand out and hired some type of drug consultant <laughs> or maybe did a little meth himself just to know how the friend's going to be portrayed in the house. But then I do think people I, I do just a little meth. Is that a thing? If you want to know what it feels like <laughs> and, and then like, write about it in your script. Are people mm-hmm. like, um, you know, I'm going to go do a little meth and then, and then that's it for the evening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, well, that wasn't fucking awesome. I got to imagine. Right. Microdose just, meth. I, that's very Portland. <laughs> people microdose meth? No, they should though. I think that's just called Adderall abuse. <laughs> yeah, no, I think since the legalization of the six grams, I see it all the time. Like, uh, just uh, the other day, I went to a FedEx and the woman behind the counter was obviously on meth. She might have been microdosing, but she was just with her teeth and grinding and her eyes were jittering back and forth. And I go, oh, yeah, she's she's on meth mm-hmm. or gas station speed, one of the two. Gas uh, station Probably meth because it's cheaper, easier to get. All super gacked out on that. Oh, yeah. That was the other thing. Gack. They use the word gacking rails. Uh Wrong. That's not what it's called. If you do rails of meth, you can get gacked out. That is a term. You don't gack the rails, though. That is some boomer shit. You you got it all wrong. You can't can't be a verb. It's it's an adjective. Correct. Okay. I got you. Correct. You get gacked. Okay. You get all gacked up. You don't get no one get, performs the action of gacking. <laughs> no, you not quite a bird. Not quite. Sorry. Retired. Thought, thought that was a different drop. <laughs> uh, so uh, so then we, we kind of learned pretty quickly that Mike's uh, plan here is to force Chris to get clean because he just stun guns him and takes the moment of incapacitation <laughs> Uh, to, uh, to handcuff him to a pipe. So this, this house he's in is just, it's just down to the studs. This whole house is just, uh, completely fucked out. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he, he takes the, mo- he takes this moment after stun gunning his friend to, uh, uh, what do you call it? Help me out here. What's the, what's the little, the taser? No, what the little it? thing you put around your wrist. Handcuff? Yeah, he handcuffs oh. him to a to a pipe going through the wall. Now you know how fart was all, you know, like you know, it's not you don't you don't gack up, you you get gacked up. Mm. What well, the fuck? Yeah, this is my moment to be like, you know what? <laughs> that pipe in the wall that would never be. That would never be. There's like there's like a half inch galvanized pipe running through the wall for six feet. Through the studs for six feet. It doesn't go anywhere. Even if it did, I have no idea what it would be for. You don't ever, in in construction, you don't ever see just a, a pipe that dead ends on two sides between the studs like that. You would never see that. <laughs> Can I just say something really what? quick on that point? 
this is just as a listener to some of the fun shit listening to you two. Because mm-hmm. when you guys get into home improvement shit and, and roofing and stuff, <laughs> I know nothing about it. So it sounds like this to me. Non-reversible tremie pipe to the differential girdle spring. <laughs> That's what it sounds like when you guys talk about home improvement shit. Is that that? Is that that? Uh, is that that? Um, uh, that video where the guy just throws out a ton of jargon. It's like inverse nonsense. reactive current for use in unilateral phase detractors. <laughs> we. I had commercials using that exact clip. Nice. Yeah. 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 Uh, That's how I feel. A lot earlier in this. So, so, so the pipe, your home improvement mind kicked in and you saw the pipe in the house. You're like, that wouldn't be in the house like that. It was really more when I did construction. I did construction for many years. And so, uh, yeah, I, I just, you look at, you know, you, you know what to look for in the bones of it. what would have been at that height in the studs was uh, high voltage electrical wire and, or and Romex. And that, I mean, it doesn't need because it's behind two or three inches of stud. It wouldn't be in a galvanized pipe like that. You would never see galvanized pipe like that in a in a house as new as that anyway. Because right. because it's it, the plumbing would all be pecs. Everybody fucking knows this. So um, literally, yeah, literally, it's wrong. <laughs> So then we start getting into, we get these little dribs and drabs of the area. And this area is like the, what do you call it? The, uh, the Bermuda Triangle of the desert. It's very strange. There's cultists down by the river. There's shit that seems to just fall out of the sky. Like, mm-hmm. what was the stuff about the air? And this is just peppered throughout this movie. Um, this is kind of the stuff that triggered my like paranoia because I know because I just have a hypervigilance. And so I notice shit that other people go, what are you talking about? If a pine cone falls out of a tree, I'm like, there's a pine cone falling out of the tree over there. And everybody else is like, can you chill out? So to me, this felt really like, oh, this, this place is sinister. Hey, did it give you, uh, you guys any feels? Um, this is one of those parts that kind of pulled me out because it felt kind of obvious that they were just throwing a bunch of stuff in there to throw off the audience or like have, keep the audience guessing. Yeah. And it didn't really have a cohesive, satisfying end. It was just like, all the antagonists are still around and something happens to them in the end, as opposed to, I don't don't know. It it just wasn't super satisfying, but they have like... The drug dealers, the First Nations people. The Micah? Thank you. They, you know, got the cultists, French people. Yeah, for the French. Since of the infinite. And, yeah, it's just <clears throat> a real grab bag where it just feels like the entire purpose is to throw you off balance. And when I see through stuff like that, it kind of takes me out of the movie a lot. So... Let me just say, okay, I don't want you to watch The Endless because this is the reason we are reviewing this movie mm-hmm. is to tee up for The Endless. Okay. So, and one, I think the viewing order for the two goes The Endless and then Resolution. Mm. Um, because all that stuff, I was like, oh, I get it. Like, this is all a big, weird pre callback to a whole nother movie that maybe they already had planned or. Maybe they just built the endless around resolution 
um, to make resolution make more sense, I mm-hmm. guess. But uh, but it, it's in it's it's it, like to me, I was very satisfied. I was like, oh oh, okay, it's all some weird sort of tie-in. Yeah. Did any of that work for you, Fart? I mean, so we're in spoilers, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, Deep. so is the whole. Fucking grand finale at the end, really, the fact that they don't know they're inside of a horror movie, because that's what that's what resolution is. It's the audience peering in and the characters that don't know they're actually in a horror movie. So is that really the magic trick reveal at the end? Because if it is. No, I think. Bullshit. (laughs) No, I don't. I don't think that's quite it. I think you're just like one degree off. Okay, which, go ahead. Which is so all this stuff is happening, and um, and Mike is noticing it, and Chris is basically in the depths of withdrawals mm-hmm. um, throughout. So he, so Mike doesn't have like a decent uh, sounding board. He's all alone with his thoughts throughout this whole thing, and um, and as he starts to piece it together, he realizes that. Um, Oh, we're in we're in some some sort of timeline that can resolve a whole bunch of different ways. And whatever is pulling the strings of this timeline is giving us clues ahead of time as to how it's going to resolve if we don't do this. Hence the title resolution, because they'll get like a video cassette. Or, like, uh, something will start playing on the TV. Oh, great. More shitty fucking recordings. <laughs> wow. And, uh, and, and it'll show them getting beat the fuck up by the First Nation guys who then uh, execute them. And so they go, oh, well, shit. We need to get out of this house or else that is going to happen to us. And so they get out of the house and then they see the guys show up and they miss them. So... Um, so then Chris or, I, uh, yeah, my, at this point, Mike and Chris start to realize, oh, this thing wants to resolve our timeline somehow, but, um, it's up to us to make sure that it's not in a bad way and we got to figure out some way out. Uh, yeah. I mean, that's where the meta comes in, like the meta storyline, because it's commenting on storylines where right. it's like saying like all these you know, videos and pictures and stuff that come up, they're all commenting on like a story and the resolution of the story in the third act is really what they're trying to determine. And so it's like, a it's yeah, again, a meta commentary on filmmaking or storytelling. Yeah. And I don't know, there's, I, I start to check out because I've seen movies that do such a better job at it than this one. And For are sure. much more entertaining and, and why like the one that stands out for me and it's kind of hit or miss with a lot of people is rubber. Rubber is like <laughs> the funnest movie if you if you enjoy that kind of meta commentary Fucking where it's like brilliant. just like where you're expecting this is where movies go. And then be right as you're realizing what's happening, someone comments on it. Like, oh, it's a it's a bad tire. Look, <laughs> he's looking. He's getting him the he's getting him the uh, stank eye. 
something. But the tire doesn't have eyes. You can tell. You tried parallel parking in a burka, David. Yeah, the <laughs> tires aren't just used for parallel parking. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought of the movie Behind the Mask. Mm. We haven't seen that. Yeah, I oh. seen it. All right, come on. So I like, started it and then I didn't get into it. We yeah, have- I like that movie. Only refer- I, I, I would have felt that resolution could have been a little bit more watchable if they took that approach of just letting everybody know, plus the people in the movie, this is what's happening. We're all watching this together. Mm-hmm. It's an unveiling, kind of a documentary, but mockumentary, but also like really, really uh, behind the camera type of look. And mm-hmm. if they would have took that approach with this, I mean, yeah, it wouldn't have made it so serious of a film. And I guess that's what their biggest thing was. They wanted to keep this still really serious and like hit all the points of drug addiction and best friends and all that shit. But once they realize that the tapes are helping them to not get killed and yada, 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 what are they doing? And in, 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 I'm just really going off the cusp here, but what are, what are they doing in the movie to help us then figure out that this is what's happening besides just playing the tape and then them not seeing that they're getting beaten to death? Like, they're, what else? Was I missing anything else? Subtleties that was giving us hints that this is really what's going on? That- it was the dialogue mostly. It was, it was, hmm. um, I think, like, that's where I got my cues from was basically Mike, like, positing. Cause Mike has been working overtime on this, mm-hmm. on this detective issue. And, and Chris has just been, like, <laughs> doubting him the whole time. And, um, and I, I don't, it's, does, is that how you feel about it, Bryce? Like, I feel like they're trying, like they're like with Mike's dialogue. That's how they're trying to explain these anomalies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of exposition and assumptions made mm. through Mike's dialogue, and a lot of them end up being end up being right with Mike. Right, right. And I'm gonna fucking strangle myself with my fucking shoelaces, man! I swear to God. That's how I felt halfway in the movie. <laughs> You really did not like this. I mean, dude, I am so open for everything, but I guess you got to see the battery. I want to give these dudes credit for the low budget mm-hmm. and doing everything themselves, but the battery did that fucking incredibly execution, and it was a $6,000 film. That's crazy. And you know what the crazy thing is, is that the dude, uh, Justin Benson, ended up hiring the guy from the battery for the movie Spring. I, I really want, do want to watch Spring as well. I've heard a lot of good things. Strangely, they, they crossed paths, those guys. Interesting. And Two low-budget filmmakers. Is the battery... Uh, what's the vibe on that one? Is it deadly Funny, serious? Funny, just zombies too. It, so if you love that best friend helping another friend tale where they're stuck in a place together... The battery is it. It's two friends stuck in a car during a zombie apocalypse, and it kind of opens like that, oh. where they're all in the car and they're sw- getting swarmed by zombies, and, the, and it kind of opens. So... Really funny shit. Like, no spoilers, but a funny moment where, like, the dude ends up leaving the car to go get some supplies, and the other guy's in there. A woman zombie walks up to the car, and her tits are pressing against the car window. So he just starts jerking off to a zombie. Because <laughs> it's been like a year since they've seen a woman. So those little things, I really think it's funny, but they try to keep it very serious, like just zombie best friend. Low, yeah. low budget. I mean, six grand. I don't know what the fuck you can do with six grand, but they did it. So you can do zombie. Can pits. I see one today? You can use <laughs> zombie tit jacking, apparently. Yeah, you know, you, you mentioned behind the mask, the rise of Leslie Vernon. Mandy, uh, Mandy B over on our Patreon has been voting for us to watch that for months now. It's fun. I'm just saying. Uh, it's a fun watch. I'm seeing, I'm not seeing any <clears throat> other uh, entries into, except for maybe Bob R's and American Red, American 
werewolf in London. Yeah. If you guys want to help out Mandy B to get us to review uh, Behind the Mask, she's been vo- voting for that for months. So maybe I've heard a lot of good things about mm-hmm. that one. Did you enjoy that one? Yeah, yeah. I watched it sober and then once on LSD. So wow. both times are really fun. Um, the LSD one made you think you're seeing way more than really what's going on because it's a very much like they play on the per- you're watching the film mm-hmm. and, and they kind of play on like knowing that you're watching it. You know, I think Bryce might have. Can I share? We'll talk about it on the after. Okay. All right. Fair after enough. pod. Um, uh, yeah, you might have watched The Rise Yay! of Leslie Vernon. Or the, yeah, The Rise of Leslie Vernon as well. Um, Not great, but it's cool. It's a fun film. So, yeah. So, towards the end of the movie, we are. I mean, we've seen a lot of shit. There's weird people in caves. There's Frenchmen out in trailers who are like, this Frenchman guy, I I guess, is actually notable enough to mention. This dude is, he says some stuff about the area. Mike gets over there and he starts talking to this guy who's basically lived in the area for a long time. And um, the students and this dude has the lowdown on what this area is about. He's like, you know, a lot, a lot of people come out here to try and find aliens or, you know, aliens, start cults, ghosts, ghosts. He's got all kinds of stuff um, that, you know, this, but he's like, you know, really, um, it's kind of everything. It's kind of everything all at once. Uh, everything everywhere all at once that's out here. Um, and so you, don't really get us at that is one thing about this that I wish was a little bit more definitive um, is I just wish we got to kind of know a little bit more about whatever this thing is that's manipulating time and space manipulating light and sound waves and light and sound waves yeah that too. yeah what the fuck was the point of all that and this one day the noise went into the woods and they never returned okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, no, you'll like The Endless. I, I, okay. I mean, well, or you'll just be like, why didn't they just do it this way um, for resolution? Uh, so, I don't know. Maybe you'll be irritated by it, but who knows? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm talking about Resolution 2013. Um, and at the end of this whole thing, they've dodged every single uh, attempt at, at murder horrible horrible death they've dodged the crackheads coming out to kill them they've dodged the first nations people coming out to kill them and uh and so it seems like they've done everything right but whatever this entity is rises up at the last scene of this thing and uh and nabs them so that's uh i'm sorry i'm I'm not at all following what you're saying (laughs) <laughs> that's how I felt at the end when the fucking shadow started creeping up. I'm just like, what's happening now? It's, it's the thing that controls time and space in this area. It's the it's it is uh, it is he who shall not be named. So what the fucking it's students Chompa are Chompa. doing? Yeah, Chumpa Chumpa, the fucking students. What are they doing there? The French students coming in. Blah, 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 blah. That story went nowhere. What is the purpose of those students? What's the side plot for? How does that help reiterate that this is? A movie that they don't know that they're in and that we're helping them get out of situations through the videotapes. What the fuck does the students have to do with anything? Bryce? Yeah. Um, oh, you know. Besides. Retired. 
You think I'm retarded? Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's all it's all like color, really. Retarded? Like all again, like all the the drug dealers, the First Nations, yeah. the French, the stories behind it. It's all like. It's all just filler to show that, you know, something strange is happening and your pawn's in the game of this other dimensionally, other dimensional creature or whatever. Dimensionally challenged mm-hmm. creature. Right. Pompous little shits. Handy filmmakers. You don't like the filmmakers for this. I think I, I kind of hate them now. I Maybe I, I made the mistake of watching interviews of them and them just kind of like fucking stroking each other off during the interview. I don't know. <laughs> shut, shut, shut. Fucking. Daft cunt. Wow. God, you guys hate this. I didn't say hate. I, I would have given it a one then. I gave it a three just because they actually executed and finished the film. The fart's watching this movie and he's just like. His name's David. He's a massive idiot. <laughs> uh, we get it. You like Bryce more than me. Really, I like Bryce's voice yeah. on the thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> recommendations. Oil me up, Daddy. Ooh, ooh. It's dinner time, and I'm yeah. a little soup boy. Chompa chompa. Barely a review anymore. I don't even know what's <laughs> This feels like the weirdest meta meta episode we've so, ever done. So, did I tell you guys that when I was helping you do the um, hereditary, that you guys didn't know, but there was a moment where you two went behind the scenes, and you thought that I wasn't paying attention, and I wasn't recording, but I actually recorded this mm. with you two behind the scenes. Oh, I don't like the this. the street is you got a fat cock. Yeah, I'm not lying. I actually really, really appreciate Davis cock. Uh, you know, you want to rub your cock together with mine and some oil? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. Uh, wow. David, very talented. It felt really good. Dude, what were you guys doing back there? I just stuck my phone in there and hit record, and that's what I got. Oh, man. Oh, so um, if you guys didn't come out to one of our live shows in Vancouver, Washington at the Kiggins... You can hear what you missed. You missed out uh, big time. Fart was there for the last two. um, Wow. The the fly and hereditary, and he was uh, helping us out with drops and was just dealing with the sound and uh, and our our PowerPoint and all that, and... um, I think we're. I think there's a good chance we're gonna we're gonna start another series of those up in August, uh, going over into October. So um, you know, don't make any plans for those three or four months. Mm-hmm. Just make sure to leave those open, and then you can come out and participate in the Cult of Horror with a horror movie talk out here in Vancouver, Washington. I'm not um, lying, but that was uh, that was private. Sorry, guys. I really don't appreciate being recorded. It's on air like now. That. Tough shit. This episode was brought to you by paganism, okay. the religion that lets you worship your dick. Paganism, the religion that worships your dick. And now, oh yeah, I'm going to attempt to regain some control <laughs> and say we are going to play our first game. Well, first of all, who would like this movie? Who'd like Resolution? Uh, we'll start with Fart. <laughs> 
young people. Okay. Because they wouldn't catch that it was a bad movie. So demeaning. People that watch Netflix movies, He's, I guess. Oof. <laughs> wow. Shots wow. fired. Wow. You know, I mean, Saving Private Ryan is on Netflix. Do you not like Saving Private Ryan? I mean, movies made by Netflix. Okay. It's okay, there we go. Thanks. And Bryce, you, uh, anybody you would recommend to see this? Um, no yeah, fans who like low budget, yeah. meta, meta storyline stuff yeah. is, it's good. Yeah. Agreed. It's good. It's, is that right? It's good. Who would win? This is our first game. I'm just going to be pitting some horror movie uh, characters against each other. And you guys have to debate who would win. Um, mm. So here we go. Our first pairing um, is going to be... Okay, I got I to gotta level the stakes here a little bit. I was going to do one alien, a xenomorph, versus one predator, but... I just don't think that's fair. So we're doing 20 aliens, 20 xenomorphs against one predator. Bryce, who would win? I mean, the 20 aliens would massacre one predator. Yep. I guess it depends on the starting. Okay, so like we need an arena here, right? So we'll say um, 20 aliens on one side of a like a Super Bowl stadium, of, of like a, a oh, football okay. stadium, or maybe a basketball, maybe smaller, like the Moda Center. Um, one side... And then the other side. And then fight. Mm. So like those war simulator games? Yeah, and this goes for all of these. Um, this, this this arena. Of well, them. that would kind of take away the alien superpower, which is, you know. Getting up close. Hiding mm -hmm. wherever they well, want. I mean, they can like they can like shift through the seats. You know, they can like get down. You know how they crawl real fast and real long? Oh, I thought we were talking about on the green. Oh. Um. Well, no, if they could actually, like, hide or get into, like, the building, yeah, the Predator doesn't stand a chance. You don't think so? No. No, because the Predator is really the most dangerous with all his little fucking gadgets yeah. and stuff. So, once the aliens get a hold of him, and let's just say some of his gadgets aren't able to work, they're going to fucking rip him right. open. Yeah, I think... I mean, think the Predator could see them coming yeah. with, like, night vision and stuff, but at what point it doesn't matter if there's 20 of them. At what point does the Predator win? What, 10 aliens? 5 aliens? Probably, like, 4 or 5. Yeah. You think 4 or I 5? I played the Genesis game. I know how yeah. it works. He knows what's up. The Predator's pretty strong, but with more aliens jumping up on him, it's just, it's a numbers thing. Dude, there's an Aliens versus Predator. There's a couple Aliens versus Predators games on, uh, on PC that are fabulous. I love them. Um, Anywho... Okay, next pairing. We got this one is actually set at C because this is that's the only place it can be. Ash, Ash Ketchum on mm. a on a boat. No, not Ash Ketchum. Ash uh, from, <laughs> Evil Dead from Evil Dead on a boat versus Jaws. <laughs> hmm. All he's got is his shotgun <clears throat> and his chainsaw in a boat. How big is the boat? It's a it's a boat sized boat. Is it the boat from Jaws? Yeah, right. sure. Yeah, sure. He's going to need a bigger boat. Oh. hey oh. <coughs> Look at this. Um, I feel like Ash would win. Ash would win against Jaws? Does he have the chainsaw arm, or is it just a chainsaw? Chainsaw arm. Yeah, definitely. All day. Are you? You too? I mean... I mean, he's already... He already gets, like, um, limbs chopped off, and it's nothing to him. So, like, he would be, like, Quint... He has no maritime sliding, experience. Sliding down into Jaws' maw and be like, no! And then he'd get his legs 
chomped. Chompa chompa. Oil me up, and daddy. Then, it's dinner time. And then he would just use his chainsaw to like boy. Chompa cut chompa. himself out or like just cut the entire jaw off the jaws. That's interesting. It'd be good. I feel like it could be like for the for the sake of the 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 story that you just threw down. I feel like it could be a draw, but uh, Ash doesn't have any maritime experience here. He's not, you know, he doesn't have uh, the ex- he doesn't have what's his face on the boat with him. Mm. It's just him. He's a primarily land based superhero. I feel like he's very mechanically inclined, though. We mm-hmm. are in you know. Jaws's element. He's an engineer. We're in the sea. Mm. Besides biting the boat, which I guess that's Jaws's main defense. Just think. Yeah, but the moment it gets close, he's going to and hit that fucking shark. Every time it comes to take a chompa of the bite, he's going to be one step ahead, just chainsawing that motherfucker and blasting it with gun. No. It took blowing him up to stop him. It took blowing him up. Flesh wounds mean nothing to Jaws. That's true. I mean, I mean, I guess at that point, yeah, what can he fucking do? He's got a chainsaw and a gun and then Jaws on a boat. I mean, he can't get through. The boomstick it only pierces a little ways through water. It's not a rifle. Well, I feel like, you know, it would be it would be over the top. You would have to think about the Evil Dead universe. So I think Ash would just jump into Jaws's mouth, like not get bitten, but go all the way in and cut his way there, out. There it is. You oh, know, yeah. if uh, if any artists are listening to this, we want a uh, a poster rendition of Jaws versus Ash. Um, right. I think this would be pretty epic. In- if only we knew an artist if that only. could do that. Um, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I know that where that's from. Um, okay, next pairing. We got Rosemary's Baby versus Chucky. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm I mean, come on, <laughs> What the fuck is the baby gonna do? I guess I have the to... devil. I know, but it's a fucking. I don't know, baby. but so obviously Rosemary's baby is a baby. <laughs> exactly, and so he needs. Well, he has the. Okay, we'll put we'll put some uh, some guardrails on this. He has Rosemary as a wet nurse still. To well, him- I mean, I guess the the argument you could say is like. Rosemary's baby is going to be surrounded by cultists. Right. And the cultists are pretty sneaky themselves. True. Chucky they, Chucky has the advantage of voodoo and lightning. Yeah. I mean, he could take out multiple cult, cultists with lightning. It's true. Although he's never called lightning down before, necessarily. It's always been uh, incidental. Hmm. I yeah, would, I feel, yeah, I, I feel Chucky'd still, still get it. Yeah, me too. Wow! I feel like he would just walk up, slice up the wet nurses, and crawl out right into the crib and just be like... You oh, just wait. got it right here. Okay, Let's you, stab that baby. You and Bryce are just just two peas in the same pod. Okay. Yeah. I think this is definitely Rosemary's baby. He's the fucking devil, bro. Yeah. All right, but how does Rosemary's baby end? Doesn't don't they light the baby on fire or some shit or what happens? No, it's no. just like I'm gonna take care of this baby because he's my baby. Oh, that's right. It ends with her holding. Uh, that's right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, spoilers. <laughs> I don't think anybody gives a shit. This is something 60-something movie from 66 or something like that. Well, it doesn't deserve to be spoiled since it was made by Roman Polanski. True. Yeah. Um, Very if you're going to watch pedophile movies, then, you know. That's the one to watch, definitely. Yeah. Fucking sure. asshole. 
It is awesome. Okay, next pairing, we have Godzilla, the largest entry on this list, versus the worms from Slither. Mm. Mm. What? <laughs> wow. <laughs> well, the worms have to work as a unit, you know? You got to yeah. have a lot of them to even make a dent on Godzilla. Okay, we're going to... Here, here are the preconditions. We have... The worms from Slither have fully taken over the town mm. uh, that Slither is set in. Okay, so that's how many worms we got. <clears throat> Is like a, a critter ball worth of worms versus Godzilla. Hmm. And they're feisty, you know. They, you Honestly, I think this is pretty even because Godzilla could see them approaching and then just use his breath to burn them all. But you're never going to get them all. Can't catch but yeah, them all. they'll, they'll uh, overwhelm them eventually. And isn't even if just one gets in, that's. That's enough. Curtains. Man, and they're so tiny compared to Godzilla. Like, how That's could That's what he, I mean. Except maybe, yes. maybe as a parasite, they're not able to latch on to That would Godzilla's. be their only way to do is latch on and get through that thick exterior mm. of skinny house. I don't see that happening. You can go through his nose. Mm. There you go. Nasal yeah. cavity. That's a really high place to get to, though, to get up in those nostrils. You're going to get up in there and Yeah, like Godzilla's got those short little get stubby Godzilla arms. Godzilla all gacked out on worms. Just crawl up, his, crawl up his tail. Like, his short little stubby T-Rex arms can't reach around and swat him off. Depends on which his Godzilla back. we're talking about, I suppose. If it's, mm. the, uh, if it's the Matthew Broderick Godzilla, you'd have no problem swatting him off. True. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I guess. Killing in the name of... Um, uh, yeah, I think I like that pairing. That's, I think, my favorite pairing I've ever done. Um, hey, could you, in the meantime, can you get the horror or porno intro ready? We need it's, that. It's, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Ah! Um, so our neck, actually, I might be able to as well. Yes! Um, anywho, last pairing. Oh, I got it. I got it. Fart. Tell me, who would win between Poltergeist versus Toby from uh, Paranormal from Activity? From The Office. No. Oh. <laughs> I haven't watched Paranormal Activity. You've never watched any of the Paranormal Activity movies? Mm, no way. Oh no way. You know how I feel on those types of movies. That shit where the sheets get pulled off the bed and it's all done through nanny cam and all that. No, I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's not going to work for me. So I don't even know what the second thing is, but the first one was, uh, I mean, talking about the little girl. Uh, no, the, or, the the ghost that haunts oh. the house in Poltergeist. So, yeah, through the TV, all that shit. Um, yeah, well, Bryce, you got to answer this, this one. This is Bryce. I haven't seen Paranormal. Shoot, I'd say Bryce is most fit to answer this um, question in this room. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Um, I apologize for all the coughing and phlegm in this episode. <clears throat> um, <clears throat> thank um, Those are all drops. That's not really Bryce. I feel like I think Poltergeist might have this one versus Toby versus Toby. I mean, what the fuck's a Toby? Is that the ghost? It's the ghost. From it's Paranormal not a Toby. ghost. It's a demon. Oh. Um, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's more. There's more powers behind the Poltergeist than Toby. I don't think it's a, it's an even match, but I think I think Poltergeist pulls it out. I think you're so wrong. And really, what would happen is the Poltergeist would just suck the entire house into one infinitesimal point in space, and then Toby wouldn't have nowhere to go, anyways. 
Toby's not on this plane. Well, yeah. They're all, they're they're both extra planer. Whoa! Unbelievable. <laughs> I guess. Whoa! I feel like this would be one of those like uh, team ups, like in the in the original the in the uh, the Avengers, the Marvel <gasps> Avengers, where it's like. Oh, yeah, you get to see Thor fight Captain America, but then they become friends in the end. They do, like, the, you know, the uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger, like, yeah, you know. They grab the... Grab, yeah. arm grab. Yeah. And eventually they just team up. Yeah, you know, actually, I think you're right. I think the way this goes is they both go, hey, you want to... You want to catch little kids, mm-hmm. and and they and they kind of like nod at each other, and then Pennywise comes in, and they're like form the they're like hey the trifecta of pedos, pedo ghosts. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're like individually we can barely hold on to one small child, but together with our with our powers combined, yeah, we become you get the legs and Captain I'll get the arms. Pedo. <laughs> <laughs> I just needed somebody to grab the arms before. Um, <laughs> Okay, great. Now we've sorted yes. we've sorted all that out. Uh, now to uh, the the piece de la resistance, ah! horror or porno. Ah! Porno is a little game where I pull clips from some horror movies and some porno movies, and then I play them for Bryce and Fart, and then they have to guess which one's a horror and which one's a porno, and this is a spe- Oh, and you get an extra point if you guess the horror or the porno that it is actually from. That I won't be able to do. Have you ever heard this clip from this porno? So, last night, oh. I fucked my nephew's ass. Damn, David. What the fuck is that from? I never did, <laughs> I never did that. I never did that. Okay. Okay, so um, here we go. This is the first clip. Let's see here. We got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven clips. So um, let's just dive right into these. Start you, start you nice and easy. Here we go. First clip. Please sit. It was the chair. Yes, the chair. Now this is a fart-themed horror porno, so prepare your prepare your anus for that. Um, Bryce, uh, do you think this is a horror movie or a porno movie? Um, <clears throat> I feel like this is probably a porno. And if I'm going to take a stab at it, I'm going to say, um, <clears throat> that's Fappin' Granny's Five. Okay. Well, that's, that's a bold statement. Uh, Fart, what do you think? I also think it's a porno, but I don't know the name. Okay. Fair enough. Well, you're both wrong on both counts. This Aww. is a Falcon L. Yeah. This is a horror movie. This is actually Scary Movie 3. Aww. Yeah. Fucking shut. That was Queen Latifah with those big, big whiffs. 
Okay, next clip. And uh, y'all can play along at home. You know, don't, don't deprive yourself. Here we go. Next clip. That wasn't it. That's definitely, I have that sound effect. Criminy. That shit sound effect. Okay. Yeah, because that is permanently burned into my brain, the cadence of that shit plopping. So I'm going to say- Wait, wait, wait. Then since you know, Bryce, you go first. Um, I'm going to say that's porno. Okay. And I don't know the exact porno, but it's got to have toilet cam in the title. <laughs> okay, now fart. <laughs> I agree, same. Same. Okay, well, um, you're both- Right, it is a porno, but that was called Back Up the Bussy. Yes. <laughs> the what? The bussy. This is not something you're... It's like a butt pussy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. cool. The bussy. You're yes. in the know. Um, yeah, that's a, nice. that's a new one. Um, so, okay, here we go. Here we go. This is clip number trace. Sometimes I think you've lost whatever friggin' marbles you ever had. Jesus. Uh, that's uh, a grumpy old man. Every time I oh, think yeah. I'm desensitized <laughs> to this bit. I want to show you that clip. I think we should watch that. I don't here. think I want to see it. Yeah, I don't think you do. Uh, yeah. Well, I recognize it. Mm. Really? Um, so far, you're both on the board with one point. This is kind of a cheat. Because um, I just saw this clip. Mm. And the movie hasn't been released yet. Mm. Um, uh, there's just a teaser clip on, like, Stephen Colbert's Late Show. Um, and this was from Hocus Pocus 2. Oh, that's a good guess. Good guess. Uh, Fart, what do you think? I say it's also from a movie. Not a fucking clue, though, the name. But not a porno. Not a porno. Um, You are both wrong. Wrong. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. This is actually Fart Fuckers 4. Um, this oh, is a fuck yourself. Por How porno. do you fuck a fart? Well, hmm. uh, I guess. would you like me to play the cl clip again? <sighs> Um, okay, here we go. Uh, you're still on the board. One, one apiece. Here we go. Uh, fourth clip. Horror or porno? Well. Want to have a little fun? Gotta do Who's this? Tell me your name and I'll tell you mine. I don't think so. What's that noise? Oops. I farted. I, I didn't think you would hear me. No. That popping noise. Oh, I'm making popcorn. I'm getting ready to watch a video. Can uh, I go first? I got this. Yes, absolutely. You can go first. So that's definitely a movie. It's a parody horror movie. I just don't know which one of the stupid ass fucking either scary movies or the one with Leslie Nielsen, which had a different title to it. Um, it's one of those. Okay. That one you're thinking of is uh, Dracula Dead and Loving It. 
Yeah, I'm or gonna repossessed. Think, I'm gonna say um, I'm gonna say that scary movie, the original. It's one of them. It's gotta be okay. A point for each of you, but an extra point for Bryce. Yay! That is Carmen Electra in Scary Movie. No way. Yes way. And now Bryce has three points, and Fart has two points. This is a game named after you, Fart. So ah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> You can pull it out. I know you can. Angry David. <laughs> give me fuel. Give me fire. Give me that which I desire. Literally. Fuck you. Why did you have to make Angry David on the Reload album? That is. It makes me so angry. Chill out. I'm so. I'm so angry that you put that on Metallica after the Black album. You don't like fuel? Fuel's no, are you one. fucking kidding me? Feels great. Just shut the fuck up. Yeah, shut the fuck up. All right. I agree with me. Holy <laughs> fuck shit. off. Dude, anything after the Black Album, Metallica should have just killed themselves. Okay. <laughs> and really kind of the Black Album, too. Like, I'm not a big fan. Um, yeah, no. Uh, How, how's your feeling on the Black Album, Fart? Come on, the Black Album? We're talking about, like, the legendary Metallica Black Album. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. Well, How could it not be good? That well, because it's, it's not Metallica. I don't know. It just doesn't feel Compared like- to Ride the Lightning and Justice for All, you yeah. mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not as thrash metal as right. they're- Okay. That's my point. I know, you're a thrash metal Obsessed. fucking fanatic. Um, okay, so here we go. So, Bryce in the lead with three points, Fart with two points. Next, this is our fifth. Is this a horror or porno clip? Wait, did we even guess that last one? You're stepping on it. Really important that you listen to the, you know, it's a porno. Okay, uh, and uh, and what? Uh, which one? You want to guess? I couldn't guess one porno of my life depended on it. Yeah, zero can. titles. For um, me. I'm gonna say this is a porno, and this is Fart Fucker Six. Mm, good guess. Both of you are wrong on both uh, counts. I- this is a horror movie. This is Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Oh. Mm. Little '80s ditty. Um, okay, so uh, we're still three two, Bryce. Here we go. Sixth clip. Is this horror or porno? Oh, oh tight little pussy. Oh. oh, yeah, right there, baby. Right there. Oh. Yeah. Juicy little thing. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. Going back on that. Oh. Yeah. Ah. God. The guy's voice just makes a hungry, it devouring twat. <laughs> it's more disturbing when it's less uh, violent. Oh yeah, yeah. And also, uh, if that's a movie, that's lacking a lot of timing and cadence right, into dialogue. Right? <laughs> They're letting that scene ride. If that's a movie, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just some guy, low key, just like mm, yeah, and then. Someone just not having a real good time. <laughs> <laughs> she was having a great time. All right, play back that. Play back the tape. I, okay. I, oh. 
Ah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, yeah, right there, beast. Right there. Oh. Oh. You see that thing? Oh. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I guess she was having a I was okay watching time. it. She was having a great time. All right. She was loving it. Uh, I'll say that's a porno. Okay. I don't know the title. Yeah, me too. I'll say Fart Knockers Part 6. Holy shit. Yeah, actually, it is a, this is a Fart Fuckers, and, uh, I mean, there are, it's a long line. Surprisingly, I had to go back to that series quite a bit, so, th- it, actually, this is eight. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, uh, but I'm still giving it to you. You should give them half a point for, for being an even number. Okay, well, you both get a point. This makes you tied. Um, so you're basically, um, uh, four, four comes um, down to this. This is it. This is, here we go. Horror porno. Final clip. Was that a parrot? Mm-hmm. Okay. Here we go. Final clip. Here it is. <laughs> Just brings me right back to the to watching it. Just delighted. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I know this one. You do not. This was from a deleted scenes, and this is from The Witch. <laughs> this was an epilogue from The Witch. God, I wish that was real. Are you being okay. serious, Bryce? Yeah, absolutely, hundred percent. What? The movie The Witch. This is a deleted scene? Yeah. Can you play that? Just give me one more yeah, taste go, of that go, now that I put it in context. There's no way this is from The Witch. <laughs> Uh, you can, you can, if you listen to it closely, you hear it go, oh, Black Phillip. <laughs> I'm going to go with a porno. Okay. And uh, uh, I don't have a title. I got nothing. Okay. Well, um, I'm afraid this is – here we go. Is it, do you have a drum roll, perchance? I do, actually. Hold okay, because this is go. the tiebreaker, and you guys both- – And the winner is – Fart. Oh! Obviously, that wasn't the witch. What? Yeah, you could just hear it in the odd, in the tone of the room, mm, like it was right. too echoey. Also, to Bryce, come on, were you even trying on that last one? He knew. He knew. You watch the deleted scenes, and you'll know really how close I am. Yeah. I mean, he's got a really serious face right now, so I gotta mm-hmm. give it to him. There's deleted scenes like that that involve farting and. Mm-hmm. And the is it the girl, the parents? Yeah, it's the epilogue. It's like after Bryce they get. Floated up, uh-huh. and then, messing with you, and then in the air, Black Philip arrives and just starts bullshit. fucking all of them. Bullshit! <laughs> I, uh, it's not nice to mess with the guest at this. Bullshit! Point. Bullshit! Bullshit! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're on the street. You got a fat oh, cock. You done it now, Jordy Barrel. You, you That's Stephen King himself. <laughs> um, oh yeah, from Creepshow. Yeah, uh-huh. that's a great one. I was just talking about how terrifying Moss is. Oh, dude! Right, and scary. he he totally made Moss. Scary. Make Moss scary again. <laughs> yeah, that's, so a, Stephen, that's a mouthful. Um, you guys, uh, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Horror Movie Yoo-hoo! Talk. We had a great time, and uh, I hope you guys had a good time, too. 
That was one of my favorites. Instead of the outro, uh, we're gonna we're gonna play you out with uh, Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. And um, but before I do, help us out by sharing the show with a friend. Check out Fart Simpson on Instagram <laughs> at underscore Fart Simpson prank calls. And uh, and if you'd like to support the show, do so on Patreon or by clicking through the Amazon link at the top of our page. Please help us. Um, get to the $2,000 GoFundMe goal for our donation to the Trevor Project, where we will be helping LGBTQIA plus, um, youth. And, uh, we'll appreciate you very much. And you'll get that good feeling from knowing you, you helped, uh, a meaningful cause. Um, so special thanks to Fart for coming out. Thank you so much, Fart. I'm dickhead. Yeah, well, I mean, we still love you. And uh, and you guys give us a call at 682-253-4468 and you'll get on the show. We love you. Here's Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers. Bye. 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 Thank <laughs> you.